Our sponsor is Home Title Lock. Uh, there are people out there who really, really want to steal your home. It sounds a little crazy, uh, but in this era, cyber criminals have found ways to steal just about anything. And one of the things they want is your home because it's a big score, right? You might think, well, my home sucks. And that might be true. But if you have equity in it, they don't care. They want to get the equity out of your home and then they get to spend it on themselves. This is something that's gone on all across America. And it, even for people who think they're protected with, you know, uh, identity theft protection services or whatever, you may not be protected w for this. And that is a uh, situation that people learn about after they've lost tens or hundreds of thousands of dollars. Protect your most valuable asset. Register your address now and see if you're already a victim of this. Uh, you can get a complete title history of your home for $100. It's $100 value, but it's free now at HomeTitleLock.com. Uh, I've had this for a long time now, so I don't worry about it. Uh, Glenn's had it. Pat Gray's had it. We all have it around here at uh, The Blaze because we want to make sure our home titles are protected. HomeTitleLock.com. It's HomeTitleLock.com. Radio show begins in just seconds. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. I take you to Afghanistan in 60 seconds. The Glenn Beck Program. Jim lives in Texas. He wrote this brief note about his experience with Relief Factor. He said, I was really skeptical, but my wife talked me into trying it. I can relate to that one. After two months of taking Relief Factor, I hardly notice any pain anymore. I am so glad I found it. Relief Factor works. Uh, Jim, I can relate, but I would like to change one thing in your letter. It, it, I, I'm so glad I listened to my wife because I didn't find it. I just listened to my wife. And honestly, Jim, she did too. Um, this is uh, a ray of hope for anybody who has given up on getting out of pain. 70% of the people who try Relief Factor, you try it for three weeks. If it's not working for you, stop taking it. It's not going to. But after three weeks, 70% of the people who order it go on to more, order more month after month. ReliefFactor.com, 800-583-84. ReliefFactor.com, 800-583-84. this program yesterday... I gave you an impossible task. All week, these people on the ground in Afghanistan have been haunting me, and I know they've been haunting you. The images coming out of Afghanistan are heartbreaking the sounds the sounds alone 
are heartbreaking. That is a woman at the gate, and she is screaming for help, and she says, the Taliban is coming for me. Please help. Anything that you're hearing from our government about the Taliban is a lie. They are beating and slaughtering people, and they're beating them at the gates of the airport. Do you have cut 13, please? This is another person at the gate, and they are passing a child over everybody's head, and they are... The Marines take this child over the fence and the gate and the child, the parents are giving their children. I called our Nazarene fund, which is something that you and I started years ago. What? 2016. And it was to help those persecuted Christians and Yazidis in the Middle East. Those who were marked for death. I told you that there are about 5,000 Christians that, that are worse to the Taliban, worse than Christians. They're converts. And they are marked for death. Yesterday, the Taliban said, if any of them are found, they will be burned alive. Many of them are in hiding now. We have, because of you, we have our people on the ground trying to get them. I can't give you any details. But the next few days are going to be horrific. And we need two things. I asked you yesterday... If you would give until it hurts. And this is the most remarkable audience I think ever assembled in a 24 hour period. You gave without any large donations. The largest amount given yesterday was $50,000. That's a large donation. But that was by far the largest. Eight donors gave until it hurt and they donated a dollar each. Yesterday I said, give till it hurts. And so I, I gave a hundred thousand dollars and when i got home my wife said i thought you said give till it hurts you know it would hurt two hundred thousand so my wife doubled it as she said this is why we have money 
everything else doesn't matter. This audience yesterday gave $9,334,652.24. We are halfway there in one day. The goal I gave you was $20 million by Friday because we need the money now. No one is taking off and flying there without the money. The costs of this, because it is so chaotic, is overwhelming. The bravery of these people is unbelievable. Our own, our own people are on the ground now. And honestly, we need money, but we need miracles. We truly need miracles. Because I don't know how these people are going to make it. We can get the helicopters, we can get the planes, but I don't. We have military experts working on this, people who have done this kind of thing for a long time. And they are like, Glenn, the Marines couldn't handle this. They couldn't get people through. My biggest fear is that in our haste to help and in I don't know, perhaps my hubris we will help the Taliban kill these people because they are in hiding now. But they have no future. An amazing thing is happening at the same time. I mean, it is truly a miracle, truly a miracle that you, this one audience gave $10 million yesterday. I have always said that this audience is going to be the one that saves the country. You might be the one that saves the world. I just want to read some of the things that came into me yesterday. Glenn, I've been feeling so helpless and heartbroken these last few days. This is the least I can do. Donate. Glenn donated, shared, and praying without ceasing. Glenn donated $200. Wish it could have been more. Hopefully all people realize this could be them. 
Glenn, thanks for everything. God has blessed me, and I am grateful to be able to help others. I will be praying for their safety. Glenn, we're on board. We donated and pray for your team and the glory of God. Glenn, I have been pondering as just one person how I could help. Sometimes you feel so helpless. Individually in these systems, in these situations, we feel alone. Thank God for this opportunity to find synergy in a cause and assist in a meaningful way. Glenn, God bless this mission. It's so wonderful to know that there are so many good people left in the world. Glenn, my heart breaks for these people. I donated and I am praying. I saw this one come in late last night. Glenn, I quite literally donated everything from my checking account. I was so overwhelmed by that. I want you to know, this is such an extraordinary amount of money. I look at this as tithing, which to me is sacred money. Not a penny of this is going anywhere. I always make that promise to you. But this is so massive and so rapid. Yesterday, I wrote to the team and I said, not a penny, not a penny can be misplaced or used for anything. Please. We need your prayers. We, this is such a beacon of light. It is going to come under attack. And the most, the easiest way is for evil just to kill these people. I didn't give you the whole thing from this. I quite literally donated everything from my checking account. And on payday, I'll make another donation. Not to stand is to stand. And I have chosen today to stand whatever way I can. If you would like to donate, go to mercuryone.org or thenazarenefund.org. If you go to, the, if you go to mercuryone.org, please mark your donation for the Nazarene Fund. They're sister organizations. They're both under the umbrella of Mercury One. Um, but uh, yesterday, the website slowed down at thenazarenefund.org. So use either one of those, thenazarenefund.org and mercuryone.org. We are halfway there. This is 5,000 people that are marked for death. And we can get them out. Or we will perhaps quite literally die trying. Our sponsor this half hour is LifeLock. Cyber criminals are at it all the time. T-Mobile recently confirmed that they're investigating a data breach that could affect as many as, as, many as 47 million 
of their past and present customers. And guess what's in the data? Well, social security numbers, addresses, phone numbers, and a whole lot more. And if you've had um, T-Mobile, that might have exposed you. Kind of sucks. Kind of sucks. This is a message you should hear loud and clear. There's a lot of things that are attacking you from all angles. You can't pay attention to all of them. You need to do what you can to get some of these simple things off of your plate. And it's it's not simple. I hate to say that because it's nobody can stop it all. I mean, somebody is bound to get through at some point, but the best people standing guard for you is LifeLock. And they can stand guard at your gate. And if somebody slips through, they alert you. And that's when you have to start paying attention is when they've alerted you on something and they don't just dump that alert on you. They have a team that helps fix it with you. Uh, you can save 25% off right now your first year at lifelock.com with promo code back. 1-800-LIFELOCK or head to lifelock.com. Use the promo code back for 25% off now. 10 seconds station ID. MercuryOne.org or the NazareneFund.org. I'm sorry to do this to you again today if you were listening yesterday, but we really need uh, your help and we need your help in sharing. If you've already donated, please, please pray. This is like we're going to need Moses miracles. We are going to need the kind of miracles that we had in the American Revolution. Uh, and I know God will provide. And I pray that we can accept whatever it is that is his will on this give you um uh, what was the number again can you give me the number one more time uh yesterday before we went on the show today from yesterday's show till uh, about half an hour an hour before today's show nine million three hundred thirty four thousand six hundred fifty two dollars and i love the fact that it's 24 cents Somebody gave till it hurt and it included 24 cents. Incredible. Incredible. Uh, You know, we were, we look at what the people were talking about here. These are people who were, um, people who are just trying to actually survive promises made to many of them. I mean, there's, uh, this isn't one of the people necessarily involved uh, in in the situation we're talking about, but there's an interpreter who was in uh, in uh, Afghanistan who was helping our military, and when at one point heard someone on a radio talking about an IED that was in a certain place, and did what they were supposed to do, told the American. Uh, troops about it and you think well that's great but that's their you know that's their job they agreed mm-hmm. to go do that uh, in addition to that when they saw the person they recognized the voice saw the person who was on the radio talking about the ieds pointed him out and ran and tackled him so that the u.s troops could capture him then in addition to that when they were uh, coming under fire and uh, one of the soldiers was injured one of being i believe a triple triple amputee eventually picked up his gun and started firing back at the taliban 
This person applied to leave Afghanistan for safe harbor like five years ago and paperwork hassles, all these other things. He's got four kids now and last week got another rejection letter. Unbelievable. Last week. Unbelievable. In the country now being hunted by the Taliban. They're trying to figure out a way to get him out. So I wrote to, you know, the woman mayor uh, in one of the small towns in Afghanistan. Mm -hmm. She's the first woman to ever be mayor in Mm -hmm. Afghanistan. Wow. Okay. She's amazing. And uh, she had said someplace uh, that I read that I'm just waiting for them to come for me. So I wrote to her. Mm. And she said, I said, can I, can I talk to you? And she said, uh, hello, surely, but not now, as I'm in a rush of saving my and my family's life. We're in a very hard situation. Friends are working to manage things for our safety till that. So please keep waiting. I'm not afraid of death. I am afraid for my family's safety. I wrote back, please, can we help? And she wrote, pray for us. I wrote back again today. We have not heard back from her. This is <laughs> nothing else, right? I mean, it, the prayers are, if you don't have any money to give, the prayers are really, really welcomed. <laughs> Because this is a situation we have we've made promises and we left these people there. And not to mention, we still have thousands of our own people there being evacuated. So we need, we need somebody who's going to be able to, to take... I mean, the, the people that we know are working on this are incredibly brave themselves, let alone the people in Afghanistan trying to make their way through Taliban checkpoints to get to... I don't know how they're... Extraction I point. I don't know. I don't know. By the way, yesterday I did an hour-long uh, interview with Tucker Carlson like you have never seen him before. Uh, subscribe to The Blaze right now, and you can get that uh, interview with Tucker Carlson. It's, it is absolutely incredible. Really, truly incredible. Uh, Tucker Carlson on Blaze TV right now for subscribers. You can get it early release, 8 p.m. tonight. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Mm. Okay. Uh, Let me tell you about Raycon. Raycon can help you have a soundtrack for your life. You know, everything's a lot easier when there's just a soundtrack going on. Uh, I, I, I want you... Why does mine always sound like the bad parts of Batman. I don't know why my soundtrack always sounds like that lately. It's just like, oh my gosh, really? Uh, You can listen to anything with uh, Raycon earbuds. They're great audio quality. You also can listen to them for 32 straight hours. They have a 32-hour battery life. So listen to what you want, when you want, for a really, really long time at half the price of premium audio brands. Yeah, I'm talking about you, Apple. Raycons also come with a 45-day happiness guarantee, so you can't lose. 
Start your own soundtrack with Raycon. Right now, get 15% off your Raycon order at buyraycon.com slash Beck. Buyraycon.com slash Beck and save 15%. Buyraycon.com slash Beck. All right, if you have the ability, please, thenazarenefund.org is the place to go to help in Afghanistan, thenazarenefund.org. Welcome. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. So glad that you are here today. You should be filled with a lot of hope because you are making a difference in Afghanistan. You are. You are. Remember, the government is not America. The people are America. And while we can't seem to get our elected leaders, and we do hold responsibility for that, while we can't seem to get them to do the right thing, you are. Yesterday, you gave over $9 million, halfway now to the goal of $20 million, uh, to be able to get three to 5,000, I think it's going to be closer to 5,000 people, uh, out of Afghanistan. We need you to spread the word. Go to thenazarenefund.org, thenazarenefund.org, or mercuryone.org. I mentioned this yesterday, too. <clears throat> Be patient with the site. Yeah. As we mentioned it, it does tend to get overwhelmed a little bit, but yeah. it will. It has popped up. It popped up all day yesterday. Obviously, a lot of money came in, so you just got to be patient. Keep trying. There is no one. There is no audience that I know of that has ever done anything like that. This is just this audience. People are awesome. You are. I mean, I'm shocked by $9 million, but in a way, I'm not shocked by $9 million. You're just an amazing group of people. Incredible. Uh, I want to go to Congressman Chris Stewart, uh, the Republican from Utah and good friend of the program. Hi, Chris. How are you? Good morning. God bless you guys for that Nazarene Fund effort. Glenn, that's an incredible amount of money, and it, and it says a lot about the American people still, that they'll step up at a time when there's just incredible need. I think people just, I mean, I am so disgusted by uh, the way this was handled. I mean, and I think it's because if you believe America is a horrible place, if you believe our military is just killers— you you expect this and so you don't stay you don't come up with a plan but the american people they look at these people that have been left behind and i am so angry i mean look at how we look to the rest of the world we're not those monsters but boy this administration has sure made us into those monsters it's inexcusable it is an it's a generational tragedy playing out before eyes and it didn't have to be this way and i'll tell you as angry as i've ever been over the last few really few weeks but particularly the last seven days or so watching this one of the most one of the worst times was yesterday listening to the president with stephanopoulos saying i don't think any mistakes have been made no mistakes this was inevitable it's no. inconceivable. And if he's sitting across from General Milley or General Austin or any of his other leaders and he says no mistakes were made, good job, guys, it's unbelievable that we would have a president who would take that. So, first of all, I, I'm begging Donald Trump, run for Congress. Please <laughs> run for Congress. Then become the Nancy Pelosi and you lead the impeachment of all of these clowns. 
This is these guys should these you know in in uh, in Japan there's honor and they do crazy things. They kill themselves when they're dishonored. I just like these people to step aside. This is so yeah. dishonorable. I couldn't agree more, and I've been calling again for the resignation of Millie and Austin for the last half a week. And and it, again, how can the president trust him? How can the American people trust him? But I want to come back to this other point, Glenn, that you and I have communicated on. It didn't have to be this way. And I assure you, if President Trump had been the president during the completion of this withdrawal, it would not have been this way. Oh, no, wait a minute. Hang on just a second. Wait, wait, wait. Just a second. That's not true, because let me play cut eight, please. Here's Joe Biden yesterday with Stephanopoulos. Listen to this. We've all seen the pictures. We've seen those hundreds of people packed into a C-17. We've seen Afghans falling. That was four days ago, five days ago. What did you think when you first saw those pictures? What I thought was we have to gain control of this. We have to move this more quickly. We have to move in a way in which we can take control of that airport. And we did. So you don't think this could have been handled, this actually could have been handled better in any way? No mistakes? No, I, I, I don't think it could have been handled in a way that there, we, we're going to go back in hindsight and look, but the idea that somehow there's a way to have gotten out without chaos ensuing I don't know how so that So there you go, Chris. Uh, I mean, that was five days ago, so let's not talk about the plane. How dare you bring it up? That was five days ago. Uh, and there was no way out without chaos, Chris. You're right. I stand corrected. Uh, <laughs> this was the most brilliant man in the world, and, and I concede to his experience and authority. Of course there was a way we could have done this. Any, any mildly competent leader could have done this. And, and Glenn, it, I, I had conversations with the president, with his national security team. I can assure you that they would have not allowed this to happen. President and I Trump. That with confidence because, yes, President Trump, of course. Because, I mean, for one thing, their plan was this. I, don't, now, I know this is going to shock people, but think of this. He said, we will withdraw our, our civilians first. We will draw U.S. persons first. Then we will bring out our allies, those interpreters, those people who worked in the motor pool, those, those Afghanis who, whatever they were doing, were brave enough to say, we will help U.S. forces here. We will draw them out second, and then we will draw out our U.S. troops. Okay, hang on just a second. This is from a conversation that you had with Donald Trump. So anyone... He had... Go ahead. He had this conversation. He had this conversation all the time. I mean, he was adamant about this. And whenever this conversation came up, he, he described exactly the process and, and what his vision and view of this was. Okay, so that was point and one. Was Everybody gets out before the military gets out. Point two. Well, and then there was this severe threat of deterrence, even, even a personal threat that he would look and, and he communicated and actually negotiated. He was criticized for doing this with some of the Taliban leadership and some of the Taliban spokesmen. And he said to them, essentially, now I'm paraphrasing, but this is it. And the, and the intention was clear. I will hold you responsible if you break any of the red lines as we go through this process. And when he said responsible, everyone in the room knew we were talking about Suleimani. And others who they have reached out and, and, and been able to touch, again, holding them, we're not going to come after your soldiers. We're going to come after you. And they understood that. 
And the response was, oh, no, no, Your Excellency, we will not do that. We will not do that. And the reason being is because they feared and they respected President Trump. Do you think there's anyone in that region now who is looking at this president and uh, through the eyes of fear and respect? In that region, I don't think there's. I heard on the floor of Parliament a dress down of the United States that was so embarrassing. Uh, Nobody respects us now. And God help the people of Taiwan. God help them. Exactly. And it will take us, if we're ever able to, it will take us a generation to rebuild trust in the region there now. And this has... This has real national security consequences for the United States as we move forward, and not just in Afghanistan. As you indicated, Glenn, throughout the rest of the world, people will be looking at us. They look at us through a different prism now. They look at us in a, through a different set of eyes because they watch this, and then they hear the president say, ah, no mistakes have been made. This was inevitable. No responsibility. He takes no responsibility for this. Uh, There's one other thing I want to mention, if I could, and that is the previous administration being adamant on this. We will leave none of our equipment behind. We won't leave any classified material behind. Uh, And now we know that the administration has admitted there's there's hundreds of millions of dollars, perhaps billions of dollars of military equipment and classified material that have fallen into the hands of the Taliban. It's inexcusable. Is 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 you? You're a military expert. I mean, you graduated top of your uh, top of your class. Um, you've been with the military for forever and ever. Uh, do you know of a bigger military disaster than this? Is this Bay of Pigs or worse? Well, I think potentially it's worse for a number of reasons. Number one, after the Bay of Pigs, is the president didn't come out and say, hey, nothing to look at here. This went really, really well. Let's talk about COVID. Um, and, and there was some responsibility that was accepted. And I don't think either the Bay of Pigs had quite the far-reaching strategic importance that this has. We hadn't been fighting a war in Cuba for 21 years yeah. after the Bay of Pigs. Uh, and there are other things that I think make this even more grave. Uh, I think you could equate it to Saigon, as, you know, everyone has. Uh, and I don't know, I'm not a historian, I couldn't give that perspective. But it's certainly on, on par with, I think, anything in our lifetime, and, and probably anything within generations. Um, and that's what we have, that's really what should be, uh, should be our focus now, is how do we recover from this? First place, how do we do what you're doing with your $9 million in counting to help you know, recover those who are endangered from this. That needs to be the immediate focus. But then strategically, we've got to have a president who can admit and acknowledge that this wasn't handled the way it should have been. Put a team around him who will do the same thing, which clearly they haven't, and uh, and then try to rebuild the pieces. But it's going to take a long time. And if you're an Afghani, do you ever trust Never. the United States again? Never. Never. It's honestly this I I thought of this all throughout the night. Uh, We're asking these Christians to trust us that we can get them out. And if we're going to do our very level best, we may die trying to do that. But gosh, would you trust us? And then if if something goes wrong and I mean, geez, we have no credibility None. 
I don't even trust my own government on the ground. I don't trust that the State Department is going to be able to help anything. You know, Glenn, but that's why what you're doing with this is so important, because it's a way for us to say to people, not only people in Afghanistan, but people around the world, this doesn't represent the United States. There are still there are still good people in the United States, capable people who understand the importance of what is happening and are going to do everything we can, even outside of the power and forces of the United States government, to try to make it better, to try to help. And, uh, and I think that message is desperately needed right now. Uh, Congressman Chris Stewart, uh, thank you so much. We'll, we'll talk again. God bless you, Chris. Thank, thank you, sir. You bet. He's an amazing decorated officer. You know, he holds three airspeed records. He no. flew the B-1 bomber and rescue helicopters. And that guy's amazing. He holds three airspeed records. He's also like a best-selling fiction author, wasn't he? Yeah. He's Two? got a new book coming out, too, and it's really good. Jeez. It's really good. Yeah, he's one of those overachievers. It's like, <laughs> sit down. You're making us look bad. All right. Lesson learned. Cousin Billy Bob. In fact, the wrong choice for your real estate agent. Should have seen this one coming. I mean, I think he got fired for flipping burgers the wrong way, and I don't even know how you do that. Uh, but if you're ready to sit down with a competent real estate agent, it's time for you to check out realestateagentsitrust.com. This is something, this is a company of mine that I built to help you find, well, let's put it this way. You know who the kind of people we don't uh, represent, we, 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 we don't accept into this? Any real estate agent that has the uh, the track record of, let's say, Joe Biden, <laughs> realestateagentsitrust.com. It's a free service to you. It's our way of ensuring that you're going to get the best possible agent to help you through the process. Someone who knows the best practices, who's dedicated to making sure that you have the best selling or buying process possible. Our agents are in it to win for you. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Realestateagentsitrust.com. This won't take us seriously. Hello, welcome to the Glenn Beck program. We're just we're just talking about what is happening in Afghanistan, and uh, there is no amount of of private military that we could. Uh, we can employ to clear the roads to the airport, uh, but the United States government could. And it is the chaos that is happening. The Taliban, they are shooting and beating people at the gates of the airport. We are on the other side. Land 5,000 troops and tell the Taliban to back off and clear the roads. What is wrong with us? Are we in the United States of America? I, I can't believe we're just like, ah, the Taliban said no, though. They said no to us getting our got people out of there. So, hey, we can't guarantee safe passage to the airport, but try to make it here if you can. Did you see? Did you see the, the military, um, the secretary, the defense secretary stunned by this question? Mm. Play cut five, please. This is yesterday. How far can you extend into Kabul? You know, and, uh, and and how long does it take to flow those forces in to be able to do that? So it sounds like you're saying this depends on diplomacy with the Taliban. That's it. That's our only option is getting them to agree to do this. Uh, well, let me don't add something here. I mean, I mean uh, this is stop. Gotta, that is embarrassing. 
You know why it's embarrassing? Because it's true. That's what they believe. Well, it's going to take a long time. Really? 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 You tell, I, I, I wish I could tell you the number of planes that we have now secured and are ready to go in 24 hours. I can't tell you the number of people that I could open up to the audience right now and say, hey, were you in Afghanistan? Were you a fighter in Afghanistan? You want to go help these people? I could fill those planes with military men today. That would go over and save those people. And our freaking Pentagon can't do it. This is a national, not just embarrassment, tragedy. This is a tragedy. And every person that may, God forbid, die because of what is going on there right now is all in service of Joe Biden not wanting to admit a mistake. Not wanting to admit. You want to talk about arrogance? This they went said, wrong. "Oh, Donald Trump is so arrogant." Really? He said he couldn't. He couldn't come up with anything that had gone wrong. What the hell are you talking about? We scraped body parts out from the wheels Ugh. and the hydraulics of our planes, and you can't think of one thing that went wrong. How dare you? Please. Please help us get these people out. NazareneFund.org. Make a donation today. This is the Glenn Beck Program.